river takes us. Let's see where the river takes us. This is a bonus episode of Beer in a Movie. We are on the Patreon doing the damn thing. Um, and um, we got to crack another beer. So we are going to uh, return to the local beer sphere here. L- local to us here in Corpus Christi. Local to us in South yeah. Texas, yeah. And we are going to venture into my favorite locally produced beer. It's my favorite beer. It's at the top of my list. That is made in town. Uh, coincidentally by my favorite brewer. Seemingly no mistake there. Uh, so this is Rebel Toad Brewing Company, who I've probably discussed on the show. Um, We've definitely had their beer on the show. Yeah, we have, yeah. A couple I, times. Uh, I did work there for a little while. Uh, full disclosure, that has nothing to do with how much I, I enjoy their beer. Well, In fact, I worked there because I enjoy their beer so much. Let and me say before you continue, I'll, I'll make it triple. I think people would be curious. Like in our local scene, Rebel Toad is my favorite brewery as well, local. Yeah, they're That's fantastic. Not to say that there aren't great other local breweries and there aren't in a close second place, but Rebel Toad right now is at the top of the list. Yeah, Um and they How's don't that just, for diplomatic? <laughs> <laughs> they don't just make great beer, but they're also fantastic people as well. Uh, so that definitely yeah, helps. Sure. Um, our local scene is thriving and ro- robust. Yeah, and this and is... And I bet our listeners would, even without you saying what your favorite recipe of theirs is, I bet they know... Oh, they know, because I'm a slave to the haze. <laughs> That's right. And I thought you were a slut for coconut. I am a slut for coconut. I'm now, a slut they, for coconut. If they I'm can a do, slave to the haze. If they can do a coconut hazy, then whew. Uh, that's that might need to be a coconut milkshake ipa at that point i feel like you need some more body to to really uh make did that you know that work. he's a gilsner for the pilsner <laughs> uh, you know and but but i will say even right now i'm saying this is my favorite my favorite beer for my favorite brewer five minutes ago. i was gonna but, say he's cock of the bock what <laughs> I do. I do. My first. My first love. And my. He's first... a hoarder for the porter. Okay. Well, thank you for that because that's true. I am a hoarder for the porter, yeah. and that was my first favorite local beer. Was the, was angry, the angry man, man angry porter? Man. That was like Great really porter. He's really a Jeff of Bison. Beer. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so this is the this is the most recent batch. It's very very fresh. Ooh, super days fresh. old. Super fresh. Like days since the the brewing process was completed awesome. of the liquid haze. And Joe, you are going to have to pour that over your towel because the first pour of a crowler, in That's my experience, right. always kind of yeah, I, I falls out a little bit there. So please, uh, this is exciting. Why do you think I bring possible. a towel? Uh, because we're, you're a a beer smart we're a beer podcast. Anything could happen. I also love the liquid haze. Clearly, the three of us enjoy this brewery. I'm excited to see this newest, freshest haze of theirs. And thank you for bringing it, Carlos. The Crowler. So that means that we've got plenty mm. to go. Mm. Well, I mentioned that Promising Young Woman, the choice for it, came about after those Golden Globe nominations came out. Mm-hmm. And the Golden Globe nominations came out. And although I know that the three of us don't give a shit about the derby game of the oscars and who's gonna win and all of that it is sometimes a reflection of what are some of those best films Mm -hmm. this organization can sometimes get it right sometimes get it wrong but we thought we'd talk about those nominations right right so yeah you know it's award season and it's kind of a delayed award season like we know because 
2020 was a weird year and we got we got kind of pushed off and like what you said joe is right i mean i don't get so caught up in the actual uh competition aspect of it but forrest gump wasn't the best movie that year (laughs) but i do find it interesting like what is it you know like it, it helps sort of uh frame the conversation that we're having around film and what's important to see or what's worth your time and a lot of these films you know in a typical award season are released towards the end of the year so that they are prime in people's minds when the awards are coming around and and this year has been a little bit awkward because some of that happened but some of it didn't and there's still some films that we're waiting for like a fuller release of sure nomadland which is they met that criteria to be Considered a 2020 release because they but did. But we a haven't small, goddamn seen them, right? Right, right. So, but but there was a lot. There's a lot that we have sure. seen. I think COVID's horrible, but mm-hmm. it requires shifts in big systems. Right. And one of the things that benefits the moviegoer at home that has access to a lot of the different streaming services is access to some of these movies maybe even earlier than we would have seen them in the theater when you consider when the oscars air mm-hmm. or the golden right. globes right so uh you know for, for this after hours we thought it would be fun to look through some of the nominations and kind of think about what what, what we see there that we are maybe on board with maybe some things that we we didn't but uh i don't know should we just talk about some categories and dive right in carlos take us somewhere okay uh i'll i will guide this discussion as i tend uh to do on these after hours and we will hijack it as we tend to hence the ted lasso check-ins um that speaking of ted lasso (laughs) season two (laughs) nominated for best motion picture drama ted lasso no season uh, two nominated for series well we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there season two is gonna be 12 uh, episodes 12 episodes love that 10 was not enough for me um so uh i'll start off best motion picture drama we've got the father not familiar i'll be honest hasn't really been released yet that's that's one of those that but i but i haven't even heard of it now that i'm looking at anthony Anthony hopkins Hopkins and olivia coleman yeah um icons the both of them um so that's interesting hopefully we'll be able to get to see that at some point march um mank uh, which we did on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you can go watch it right now on Netflix if you haven't right. seen it already and right. you're listening to this. Um, Nomadland, frequent uh, topic of conversation yeah. on this podcast. One that... Mid-February. One that last uh, last year made it on at least David's most anticipated. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if either one of us were really as keen on it or as aware of it as David was. Well, he has had access to those academic magazines. Yeah, <laughs> was whatever. That's um, Promising Young Woman, which we just discussed this week, um, and Trial of the Chicago 7, another one that we've also uh, done an episode on. Uh, with Borat, same episode. That... Which shows up in the the uh, comedy, comedy and musical. musical yeah. Wait, yes. was it? Yeah. Do we do those the same episode? Yep. Because of the Sasha Baron Cohen yep. episode. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Those are very different films. Um, yes. You know, I. Wait, did we do them the same? I don't know, what, it doesn't that matter. Same material. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. This isn't. I don't think that I particularly feel very strongly about any of these winning over the other, or really. 
were they, are these the are these the best movies of the year? Are the, they? The issue here, the I want to say the X factor is Nomadland, which I am so goddamn eager to see. It is appearing at the number one list yeah. and the number one list and this Critics Association and that Actors Screen Guild and. I can't wait to see this. I mean, movie. At, at this point, How I'm going to be shocked if this film does not bowl me over. I mean, right. that's that's I, my I expectations feel like, are too high, David. I don't know if they're too high. I think I I just think they're high right now. I do think it's maybe a little bit unfair to go into the film with that kind of uh, expectation, but I, I have a feeling it's going to deliver anyway. And I don't want to give too much away about my upcoming uh, our upcoming best of the year list which we did january 9th last year by the way that's what COVID also did to us is we're not doing our best of 2020 episode until mid-february yeah but my number one currently without seeing nomad land the father and a couple of the others that, that are getting on all these lists is not in this top five i'll tell you that right, I, right. you know i think and this is something that i saw a lot on, on, on Twitter and um, with some of my uh, cinephile friends and stuff like that. It's fucking insane that Defy Bloods is not in this group of films. It should be. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think even even if it's not in my top five, Black which it might Bear, be, Sound of it Metal. It should be in there. Well, sound, mean, and Sound of Metal got some love in the acting category, but yes, you're right. It should. It, I I mean, look, y'all remember how I felt about Mank. So obviously, my view of this is skewed because I did not like that movie at all, really. Yeah. Um, I just don't care about that story, and I think that Hollywood really likes to jerk itself off by nominating <laughs> movies about movie making and shit like that, which yeah. are not always good movies. Sometimes they are, but not always. And I, I mean, y'all will remember, I liked trial of the Chicago seven, but I don't think it deserves to be in this list. Yeah. It is gotten into, it's gotten swept up in, I think to the mangrove. zeitgeist of 2020. Replace it with mangrove. Well, and then maybe they, we that's, have... that's nominated in some of the television categories. But it's a yeah because of the way not not mangrove but but, but because small acts small acts yeah mangrove is a motion picture. Well, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is using a different criteria than the Oscars are to pick the best films. I'd like to see Mangrove Lovers Rock some of those small acts films in those top ten. Yeah, but um, I get that it's mangrove is a TV experience for the purposes of this thing. I and I and by the way, if you have Amazon Prime, Amazon. Prime and so, you haven't gone to small acts, get there immediately. Though to be and, and to be honest, you know, it is a disappointment that it didn't show up as one of the series no, nominated oh, for best totally. television series because it should be there. I mean, yeah. especially I, I mean, don't, don't get it's me wrong. It's an oversight. It's bad. It's bad. Okay, I, and and we will get to the TV at some point. I'm I'm realizing that we're already like over 15 minutes in. We've gotten <laughs> to one category. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on a little bit. Um, Best performance, David. Did you speak to that drama category? No, but but I was gonna. Maybe it makes sense to talk about the the complementary category of the musical and and comedy best pictures because there is no. I mean, I don't know. Those are five other films Mm -hmm. that are out there that 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 they're putting. um, You know, this kind of uh, potential. Love Palm Springs being in there. Well, I was gonna say. Palm Springs. It was kind of exciting to if see the word a film comedy like that. is in the tie, is in the category. Then Palm Springs in 2020 deserves to be in it, and right. I hope it wins. 
and and I get and I get I the Borat true. inclusion. I, I think I, I think that Borat for what it did, even though I didn't love love the film. I I mean I I think it's a step down from it, the it first was a nice Borat revisit film. to that character. It it had some things going on, which we, is why I think I it like, shouldn't be in here. You think it shouldn't be in there? No. It was a revisitation of something else. Yeah, but it added some things. Again, Marginally. We had a pretty positive... I, no, no, I, I, I like the movie, but I think in terms of highlighting it I as know one of the five there. best... I know why yeah. it's there. Yeah. But I agree with Carlos. Musicals and comedies, there might be five better in 2020. The problem's a fucking joke. I... I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I haven't seen it. But I, the, the, I, I'm, I, I have not seen any. I've hardly seen anything positive about it, and it's just the Hollywood foreign press having this like love affair with like having a creator like Ryan Murphy who fits into a like yeah. a you know um, inclusion kind of right. checklist that they want, but also just being a white right. guy right. who makes okay stuff. Yeah, and. And mu- music well, it's has the, it's the, music I, has some late to the party. Sorry, music has some late to the party cachet, but we haven't been able to see it yet. It's not available for us yeah, to watch. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even is. know. What I music interrupted is. you. Totally sorry. I don't even know what music is. Um, but yeah, the, so so Hamilton and the prom. I, I mean, I've watched Hamilton. I have too. It's fantastic, but it, no, I don't fucking care about it. It's not a best film of no, the year. No, it, it. I don't think it gets. It shouldn't get that kind of award. No, it's not a really. It's a stage picture. play. It's a stage play that they filmed and relatively competently yeah. to get it to an audience. And I think I'm glad I had that experience, but I can't see it being a film. But I was. I have the, zero interest in watching so it. I, I would wanted, much rather see American. No, Utopia. Car- for have me, you seen if, Hamilton, Carlos. I will not. For As the we, sake of pop culture, <laughs> checking off of the right. list, yeah, watch Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. I did what you were saying. If you can, you know, the reason I wanted to take this up is just because I do think that the Palm Springs inclusion was a good one, and it's yeah. one that if it carried over to the Oscars where there are best pictures and it includes Palm Springs in the list, I would be kind of happy if with that. If it's a fucking 10-film list, I think it should include Palm Springs. Uh, I don't. I, I think don't, it could. I don't know if it has to, but it, but it would be nice if it did. I agree. Yeah. Exactly. I, agree, I, think I agree with both of you. It's not in my top 10 for the year, I don't think, oh. but... I think but it's in mine. Spoiler alert. It might be in my top ten, inclusion. but I don't think it's in my top five. God, I fucking so, loved it. Yeah, so I anyway, it's I just wanted, five. while we were talking about picture, you know, the, the yeah. holistic view, I wanted to bring that no, up. That's but. The, the, I mean, the way that the Golden Globes website, which is what I'm going off of, has things listed as performance, or it right. has all the drama stuff and then all the comedy, so I'm glad that you circumvented that unfortunate... Because um, I don't think we're going to want to tackle the comedy after that. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> okay, so best performance... By an actress in a motion picture drama, you've got Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She was good in it, but not the lead of that film. I don't know that I love that nomination. Andra Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday, which we have not seen, and, and that I'm not familiar with. Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, we just got done praising that performance. She's fantastic in that movie, whether I like the film as a whole or not. Frances McDormand in Nomadland, who undoubtedly we will love once we get around to seeing <laughs> that likely, movie. Yeah. Uh, and Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman, we also just got done praising, um, well, I guess maybe not praising her performance. I liked her performance in it. And a lot of people are talking about it being a highlight of I her mean, career. based on the three, no, I, you're, you're, you're saying Viola Davis is in that. And, and I get that. I mean, in She's some ways, great in, that in movie. some ways, I could see that fitting more into the supporting. That's act, an ensemble film, so it's a weird category. Yeah, it's yeah. Tough. Place to put it's her. But, but that said, the three that I've seen—Viola Davis, Carrie Mulligan, and uh, and Vanessa Kirby. 
all to me are really great performances that Agreed. I I don't know how I would vote honestly if I'm uh, if I'm a go- Hor- Hollywood Ford and Press. I'd go Viola Davis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I might lean towards Vanessa head to head. In what I've seen, I might go to Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. No, I, it's hard, and, and I wouldn't slight you that. I w- okay. we wouldn't get into a big argument about it. She I, was fantastic in that role, and that twenty-four minute fucking scene was yeah. so good. I think of those three any of that that we've seen regardless of what anybody said i went this way i went that way i don't think i could be like oh you're wrong or oh i would just be like yeah i get that mm-hmm. i get why you did that um so for best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama we have riz ahmed who we loved um we have chadwick boseman who we loved riz ahmed being for sound of metal chadwick boseman being ma rainey's black bottom anthony hopkins and the father uh, which you know, as we mentioned, we have not seen uh, Gary Oldman and Mank. Eh, but you know, I'm sure some of my co-hosts will disagree with me on that. And David, you want to tackle this one? <laughs> Tahar Rahim. But but the name of the film, the Mauritanian. The Mauritanian. Don't know what that is. I haven't seen it yet, and I don't know if that is that one that's still to be released. I don't know, but it's so hard in these when we've seen three of the five. All you can do, David, is what you did last last category. Yeah. Of the three that I've seen, yeah. Riz Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman, and Gary Oldman, I'm, I am going to disagree with you, Carlos. I think it's Gary Oldman. I think it's Gary Oldman all the way. Mm. And Riz Ahmed was fantastic, and I'm it, so glad that he's getting right. the blip in his yeah. career that's happening right now. If, if I'm going on performance, I'm probably going with Riz Ahmed. Mm. If I'm going on what I think we want to say about somebody's career and what they were, you know, sort of where they finished it. It's Chadwick Boseman. I I feel like he's, I feel like he's going to win this and very, and is, and is a very likely candidate to be winning the Oscar, Uh but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But Riz Ahmed, very theatrical as we talked about back in the review. I mean, he is fucking good in that. He is. He is. He's got a fantastic, but but the the film surrounding him doesn't, maybe do enough to elevate the performance in the way like Riz Ahmed well he carries the film is I mean that's what it is which one I mean the film works because of Chadwick Boseman's strong showing in it yeah Riz Ahmed is great in something that is also very good around him and and the surrounding performances and material elevates his performance even more right it's just a more consistent Chadwick Boseman is Tom Brady in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He wills, a, you know. A, well, he's Tom Brady without ever having won a ring. Let's put it right. Sure, and without all of the problematic politics and being a fucking asshole. Uh, yes. Well, that too. That too. Uh, but I, it, it, or maybe better suited. This is much better suited. Actually, as much as it pains me to say it, because fuck him. Chadwick Boseman is the LeBron James. To Ma Rainey Black Ma Rainey's Black Bottoms Cleveland Cavaliers, he wills the team to the finals. You know what I mean? Because um, the film is what it's fine, I guess, but it works as well as it does because Chadwick I could, is captivating. I can make a counter argument where I feel like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom has that kind of cultural cachet going into it. Well, it's it. got Kyrie Irving, you know. <laughs> Who's Kyrie Irving on this one? Well, the film in this case is is like, you know, the the Cavaliers weren't a bunch of bums. Like, okay, okay, he had okay, Kyrie okay, Irving. Okay, you know, okay, like there, yes. he he oh, had I, something. I see the connection. Yes, but it wasn't the, a super. That's where yeah. I think 
I put Riz Ahmed's performance above it where he took something that's like a sleepy little indie film and turned it into something mm, okay. that people are excited wowed about. by yeah. and excited about and still talking about like against the odds. Where yeah. like okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom has the cultural cachet going into it. Sound of Metal he needed Did, to yeah. work against okay. what was going anyway. on. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, so, so we talked about the best uh, picture, musical, or comedy. Um, best performance uh, by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. See, this, this is where we get into not having seen many of the performances at all. This one is bad, yes. Uh, Marie... Bakalova, who we have right from Borat, Borat, yeah. who we, I mean, she was great, yeah. unanimously praised performance all around. I think right. critics, everyone loved it. Kate Hudson, music, haven't seen it. Michelle Pfeiffer, French Exit, haven't seen it. Rosamund Pike, I care a lot, haven't seen it. Anya Taylor Joy, love, Stan, absolute queen, and Emma, haven't seen it. I have seen. That. I'm I going see Anya Taylor Joy just because I love her and I want to see her win things and do great things and be a Hollywood superstar. Now is she, I, I should look. Is she? Is she She's nominated titula- for Queen's Gambit too. She is, yes. See, she should win that one, not Emma. Historic, yeah, I, I, historic I, year for I her. I think Maria Baklavova, Bakalova wins this one. Well, she did one hundred percent. I think, ha- even not having seen the rest of these, I feel like I can say I Anya Taylor Joy in comedy or musical. I don't think Emma is the role to win and, that. And, and, and but the, she, I mean, the critics don't love Emma. I mean, Marie. Marie Bakalova delivers a great comedic performance. I mean, she really is like doing a lot yeah. and delivering. I, I think this is where the organization just rewards Borat with something. Yeah, it's an easy vote for that, and this is why she wins. I I, I, agree. I agree with that. I, if, if there was anything Borat was going to win and nobody was going to be mad about, it's this probably. Yeah. Uh, all right, so best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy: Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat. Eh. James Corden for prom. Holy fucking shit. I did I had not seen this until just this moment. What a fucking joke this is. Why is James there, Corden nominated there are, there are for anything? Aspects of the Golden Globes given the nominating organization for jokes. This and- is the fucking most outrageous thing. I as far as people actually who have seen this he's film, not that are, he's not going to win. Don't worry about win. it. But the fact that he's I, nominated, I, is honestly, I have seen I unanimous be, criticism of his casting. I have seen nothing but scathing reviews of his performance. Since he was born, the, there's been unanimous criticism of his very existence. But there's a fringe element in society that likes him enough that a couple million people will tune in every night to watch him. So sure, he, yeah, he does what he does. I, think, chair. I, I would argue that they're tuning in more for Reggie watts than they are for james you know Gordon. honestly they're tuning in more for the carpool karaoke hey, ra- round out the nominees okay so, I, this is, so this seems simple to me lin-manuel miranda for hamilton also Done. stupid in the bag it no is, it, but, but he's stupid. winning it he's winning i know it. he is but it's dumb because andy samberg for palm springs should be winning. well that I, be, I think he wins david no you think andy, andy samberg does i think he does I, they'll, they'll get a star on the stage and i think that hamilton the, the even the foreign critics uh, Wait, which critics. one are you saying wins? He's saying Andy, Andy Samberg, Samberg wins. will win this category. I David because I, Hamilton wins what else? Nothing. That Hamilton's there because exciting, and we'll get Lin Lin Manuel. Oh, we'll Miranda. get a performance. Oh, I, I, think Lin, Samberg, I think Lin Manuel takes. I think you want to put five on it. I think David's I'll right. Five I will put five for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put I'm, five on it as well. I think David's right. Lin Manuel Miranda. Wins. I'm out ten if I lose this bet. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, but I, if but if you win, you get ten. But yeah, yeah. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I understand how betting works. I just want to make sure what my stakes were. <laughs> What's the over under? Uh, no, I think, no, fuck that. Don't get complicated. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, I think I I do begrudgingly think Lin Manuel Miranda wins, even though I could give two fucking shits about Hamilton. Um, I think that the Fo- Hollywood Foreign Press Critics Association understands that they do sometimes make bad decisions. I don't think they're aware and of that. I and we'll get that to that. They in understand the, TV. the value of Andy Samberg winning this, even though it's a very weak huh. category. I don't I and then Dev Patel for the personal history of David Copperfield. I don't know if anyone uh, yeah. I don't think anyone gives a fucking shit about saw that. Movie. I don't think anyone's um, gonna vote for that. Uh, I would I would love I would be overjoyed for Andy Samberg to win, especially in kind of as meta and existential yeah. a film as Palm Springs. Palm Springs isn't like I, the top big top top for me this year. I'll just be upfront about it. But sure. I would like to see it get some love if there is a possibility for it too, because I enjoyed it very much and think it will make a long term impact I on would, future watchings. I would love to see it. That is a film that I am very excited to revisit. I mean, like a couple of years back. I talked about Booksmart and how much I love that movie. And that is a movie that so far has had really great mileage. Like I've rewatched it and it's fucking great every time. And I'm excited for Palm Springs Springs to become that for me. I agree. Um, but I would love to see it win, but I really just think that Hamilton, Lin-Manuel, he was a teacher and he wrote this thing and now look at him, kind of juggernaut is too big for Andy Samberg you gotta to watch overcome. It. You gotta watch I it. will never. Uh, oh, best, motion that's, that's... Pi- best motion picture animated, The Croods, New Age, Onward, uh, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolfwalkers. I think Soul wins this Soul one. wins this. Um, I haven't seen many of the others, but Soul there, will win it. Chance. It's got the heat. I think Onward, Onward was a pretty solid film. I think that it could no but, trolls world tour in this but one. soul definitely i think has the edge there pikachu um, detective good thing i'm surprised that crude's like, a new you know, age like showed up there and i don't know wolf walkers it, I, I that to, that's a recent release yeah I need to uh, anime out. i believe um so yeah not one that we have a ton of experience with you have David kids probably in the house than, will you do you use this category as a viewing guide um, I will now. I mean, I, I haven't no, in, in the, the past, past. Like, you not, know, make sure that you've seen. I mean, these. usually I've seen them all. Okay. Honestly, like that. That usually in a regular year, having the kids means that you're qualified to vote in this category. <laughs> <laughs> usually, anything that makes it to the theater that's animated, I'm, I'm getting pressure to go see. So I've seen them, but the, but that hasn't been the case this year. So it's going to be over the moon. I haven't watched, which is on Netflix apparently, and and that. I need to check that out. And uh, Wolfwalkers, I haven't seen, but the other three I have. So, yeah, when I was on Rotten Tomatoes for the main episode, when we talked about Promising Young Woman and Peace of Woman, in the like recent like box office thing, yeah. Wolfwalkers was on there, so it's pretty recent. Uh, best foreign language film, another round, La Llorona, The Life Ahead, Minari, Two of Us. I don't know anything about any of these except for. La Llorona yeah. is a movie that we should see. And yeah. it's a movie that we could have seen and discussed seeing. I, and we I decided think, not to, and that makes me mad now. Well, because, I would like... I, I, I even said something about it. Even, yeah. even before I knew that it was nominated here when we were talking about what our next films were going to be, yeah. I hmm. I have seen so many good things about this, and I've heard so many good things about this particular version, not the... And I hate to slander my queen, Linda Cardellini, but not the Linda Cardellini version. Um but this one I've heard is fantastic. Hmm. Minari from A24, who I'm a fan of, yeah. is um, 
likely to be the parasite the foreign language film that sneaks in to maybe win the whole thing but i have no, we have not seen it it's not been huh. available to see so minari yeah. i'm really looking forward to seeing so uh to move on since we haven't really seen sure. many of those so not a whole lot to talk about from our perspective uh best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture we've got glenn close glenn close and hillbilly elegy one i've been very reluctant to see uh olivia coleman and the father jodie foster in the mauritanian i think uh mm-hmm. amanda seyfried and mank and helena zangle and news of the world i'm unqualified i haven't seen any of these except for Mank. Mank. I guess. um and i like amanda seyfried in general and she was good and i so i wouldn't mind her winning this i don't think she will i mean look at yeah. the fucking three names above her glenn close olivia coleman jodie foster uh has glenn is glenn close an oscar winner that's a great question I, I because know, i feel like because the did. other two are for yeah, sure. Like I mean, did. so that's like definitely some. Well, wait. Yeah, the, and the father. Mm. The, the, that's the second big, the father showing on this Third. Best, best film drama. This Olivia. Anthony Coleman. Hopkins was nominated. For right. You're absolutely too, correct. So, so I mean, when, when the father is available to us, I know that we'll hit it here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we will. Um, it's, so we haven't really seen a lot of those. So we'll move on. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Sasha Baron Cohen, Trial of the Chicago 7. I particularly liked him in this movie, even though I thought that the age of the casting versus the character seemed kind of strange. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya in Judas mm-hmm. and the Black Messiah, which you will hear which us talk about, about next to- week. Um, uh, on the episode, it's coming out Friday, the, what is that, 12th yep. um, on HBO Max. Jared Leto, The Little Things. This is an interesting nomination for him because I've heard that he is what brings that film down. Huh. Um, ha- I haven't watched it I, yet. I, I haven't watched it yet either. Bill Murray and On the Rocks, what a fucking piece of shit movie that was. And what a... <laughs> what a disappointment. <laughs> God, what a fucking shit show. I'm surprised that showed up here. I yeah. cannot believe That's that movie got... That's getting a star in a chair. Nominated guy. Yeah, I think... I can't believe it got nominated for anything. I mean, it's I'd... so I, fucking ridiculous. Not to say it wouldn't be great to see him getting an acting award someday, but not for this This is role. not the role. Yeah. yeah, didn't he win? He didn't win anything for Lost in Translation. No, he, he might have won some. He might he have got like an independent things, spirit yeah. award, uh, okay. but it wasn't. Right. Yeah, um, and then Leslie Odom Jr. One of those pesky bullshit awards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. That 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 sounds like that terrible. Show. But they, well, uh, no, they tend to. He did not get the Oscar. They tend to give awards to people that deserve them. Yeah, yeah I think that's it's right. the point. Right. I enjoy that broadcast um, very much. Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami, who I do think was very good in Sam that. Cook, um, the, the Sam Cooke character. Sam Cooke character, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was the best in that movie. No, but, uh, no, but, but he's good one, But any of them could of have been the nominated. Of the ones that I've seen here, the three, I mean, I'm going to give it to Leslie Odom Jr. That's who so far, get my I, I do think that Daniel, I do think that Daniel Kaluuya does have the potential to yeah. overtake this category. Yeah. We can and, talk that next week. Yeah. yeah and really, yeah, which we will. And, and, and I do, I do like him in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in. Um, so best director, motion picture, Emerald Fennel, who again, we just talked about promising young woman, David Fincher from Mank, <laughs> Regina King, one night in Miami could see it. Aaron Sorkin, Trial of Chicago 7, but most likely going to win Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. Okay. So likely. having not seen that, uh, if I were voting, I'd give it to David Fincher for directing of these choices. So I will say I, I love not. seeing I, I love seeing the the Regina King and Emerald Fennel nominations. I, I think too. that's over fifty percent female directors. I mean, that's not nothing. That's pretty awesome. 
I'm excited about Nomadland. I think that'll probably be the one that wins it. But of the ones that I've actually seen at this moment, I would probably go for Regina King. I think I would agree with you based on what is here now. Although... Emerald Fennel is very close second for me. You so you love that film in a way that I didn't, and I totally get that, and I'm impressed by it. I, on the other hand, if we go to the best screenplay, oh, he's he's, he's taking he's taking okay. it away from me. Yeah, I know, Dave well, no. taking the reins. I'm I'm just saying, if I'm gonna go there, Emerald Fennel is also nominated. I I think she's probably gonna win that category, and deservingly so. I think I think has has Aaron done some Sorkin good work there. Win. You think so? Yeah. Nah. I'm not saying he should. I think, I think people... He will win. But wait, did he win? He won for Social Network, right? I think he did. and I, I But I think the Sorkin hype train has mm. run its course. You we, might, ha- we haven't seen Nomadland, let's be clear. But well, of what we've it seen... Could be, it could be that Nomadland is such a powerful film yeah. that it wins, like it yep. just sweeps everything. Let's continue everything, raising those expectations, David. That it sweeps everything. But I feel like it could be one of those where it splits and we have... Chloe Zhao getting director, Emerald Fennel getting screenwriter. I think we're going to see a mank. I do. I think we're going to see a mank weirdo thing about old Hollywood. You think that's going to be that the upset? That could be that's a thing. Gonna, so, mm. I mean, this could be where they reward mank Maybe. and keep it away from the best picture. It would be very unfortunate if mank won anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I, I disagree with you. But uh, uh, <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I would love to see it. I would love to see Promising Young Woman in general, regardless of where it gets its attention, win a thing. Um, I th- I think it will. Screenplay, I think, I think, is probably the most likely. Yeah, um, but, I agree. You know, I don't know. I do think that Nomadland, based on just the attention and the buzz around it, is poised to do some really big things. Um, best original score, motion picture, Alexandra, uh, Alexander Desplat. Uh, the Midnight Sky, which we haven't seen yet, um, although I'm very it really interested didn't get in many it. noms. Other no, than, no, yeah. yeah, and I mean, if what a fantastic composer has really showed that over the years, I think um, Ludwig Göransson, Tenet, James Newton Howard, News of the World, which uh, you hated, Tenet. I mean, so that yes, this I hated was one Tenet. of your most reviled scores it was. of the year. Uh, yeah. Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, Mank. Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, John Batiste, Soul. Fuck Trent Reznor. I oh he's I just find really? him so annoying. Oh. He's in forty percent of the available I, I know. This one, if anyone, and I think that I feel this way anytime I find myself in this position. Ludwig Göransson should win every single award he's nominated for. He is one of to me the most talented and versatile musicians that we have seen in a very long time. I but didn't you I, hate? Wait, what am I? No, he, no, he, he. No, I loved Tenet. He liked the Tenet score, but it was was surprised that um, what's his name? I, Zimmer I had come up with it. watching oh, right, it that it was right, Zimmer. Right, I assumed right, it was Zimmer. Right. Okay, that's that's where. Okay, okay. Best score is one of our favorite things to talk about in our mm-hmm. own year end of the episode, and I think mm-hmm. Carlos just totally tipped his hand. Oh well, no, one hundred percent. I mean, look, I have been about first cow. I've been a fan of Ludwig Göransson for a very long time. Uh, not to go back to it too much, but I remember seeing his name pop up in New Girl all the time, and not that there's a lot of like original music in that show or anything like that, but I just thought it was interesting. But I. I really started taking notice of that when he became attached to Childish Gambino and he produced 
all of because the internet, which I oh, think is yeah. one of the top five rap albums of the 2010s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I his I mean, and the especially because the production on that record and like the trajectory of that record, not just lyrically but sonically as well, is so impressive and so you know rich and lush and and then he and then the two of them go and they make awaken my love which is this funkadelic homage masterpiece mm-hmm. of you know modern music only to have him then team up with ryan coogler and really dive into like the sounds that would make the black panther score sound the most believable and authentic and like really bringing in this very prominent talking drum and then to find out that for tenant he does all of this research into how to construct melodies that sound the same way backwards, backwards as they and do forward. forwards. Yeah, right. And like what a fucking uh, brilliant mind this guy has for composition and for music production. Mm-hmm. And he's still, I mean, what is he like fucking 34 or something? You're lying. No, he's, he's 36. Two and a half. And and he fucking did the scores for Creed, which I I thought Creed was amazing. I mean, he's just I mean, he has already under forty years old done some of the most iconic musical works, not just in film but in pop music as well. That I think any time I see his name pop up for anything, until at some point maybe if he takes the Hans Zimmer out and like hires a bunch of you know. Uh, you know, musical composition students from wherever the fuck and starts farming his work out to be able to produce at this ridiculous output that Hans Zimmer does. Maybe if he does that at some point, then I'll be like, you know what? Fuck Ludwig. Like, <laughs> but he, he sold out, but he, he hasn't, hasn't done that. Yet. He's still taking every project that he, uh, you know, agrees to mm-hmm. so seriously right. and putting in so much work and really just making sure that whatever he's doing not only is it the absolute best that it can possibly be, but it serves the story in a creative way that enhances the project. That was a long take. I love this. I love everything this guy's done. I mean, he's so impressive to me. And has he, has he won anything at this point? I mean, like uh, a Golden Globe or Oscar wise? I think he was nominated for the Black Panther score. The problem with this a little bit less of a problem, although whoever wins this the- begins to affect who wins the Oscar. Uh-huh. The problem with these awards always is that there is this marketing thought behind the voting process. He did do y'all win. Do you want to? Sorry, he did win the Oscar for Black Panther score. Oh, okay. There, do y'all want to? See, do, I, th- I thought maybe he had. Do we do a best original song? Because I'm not seeing you know anything on this list that's exciting. And do y'all want to move to TV? I mean, the, yeah, those, I can't say that I know a ton about those. Are kind of odd stuff. ones. I mean, we have seen a few of the film. Well, the trial of Chicago Seven and One Night in Miami. Okay, um, so to uh, we can. I I don't have any opinions about this. No, I don't. Sorry. I don't have a strong one. There's nothing uh, exciting here, performance-wise, except maybe her. I would be curious. I, I mean, the United States versus Billie Holiday. I haven't really even looked into, but no. apparently, it's a Hulu thing. So, yeah, interesting. I, at at some point, I may need to check that out. We probably um, should. It's, in in the life ahead again. That's a Netflix thing. I haven't seen that. I'm oh, okay. I'm curious to see it. We'll be seeing Judas and the Black Messiah soon. So so that could be. But uh, yeah, I don't know. None of these stand out to me as songs that I know 
in that I would be able to even. Y'all watch more TV than I do, so if y'all want to do TV, I'm okay. going to probably sit in the Here we shotgun. Go. We'll try to. Except for Tad Lasso, that I was good. Queen's Gambit was fantastic. <laughs> I won't monologue about any of the TV the way that I did about Ludwig Gordonson. I okay. promise. Okay. Uh, best television series drama: The Crown. Lovecraft Country. Heard great things about that. The Mandalorian. Eh. Okay, fine. Popular. Uh, oh, yeah, very popular. Ozark. And then another popular. example of Ryan Murphy exceptionalism. Why the fuck is this being nominated for anything? Ratched. Uh, the Nurse Ratched. Nurse Ratched from One, one Flew Over the, the Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's Nest, Nest, whatever. I haven't, haven't seen any of these. So I've watched, I've watched Ozark. Yeah. I started watching Lovecraft Country. I, I really want to dive into that. Is didn't it? feel it. I need to watch more. I mean, I think I got through two episodes, uh-huh. and that, it, it just didn't click for me, and I needed to wait until I was ready for it. Yeah. So I, I need to go back to that. Honestly, the the Mandalorian is the one that I've probably watched yeah. most closely. A hundred percent. And and it has been the Renaissance of Pedro Pascal. I mean, a, he it's definitely a big part of that. And given what Favreau was able to pull off in terms of bringing Star Wars fans back to this a, a, a satis- franchise yeah, that a, they a satisfying experience they had experience. felt yeah. had abandoned them and yes. you know like in a way that's I feel like that that's quite an accomplishment. I could see that being rewarded here and yeah. uh, awarded here. I, I feel like that will be what gets picked. Lovecraft Country was really did you know, you taking taking no, because it was taking the world by storm at a time when I had no means of watching it. Oh yeah, uh, and I so I have not. I've been I've been diving See, I, into. I, all I don't of think this. it really took the world by storm. I think it. I think it proved it to had, be too big challenging a film uh, series for people to really latch on to. Yeah. I saw a lot of people talking about it Good. all through the I, whole thing. I, I mean, I, I mean. Not as many people as the Mandalorian. How many episodes are there in that first season? I think it's ten. And you did two. I did. Yeah. So See, I, I was about to go in. I've yeah. been. I've I, been I, it may be the time now. I mean, I just need okay. to be able to. I was about to dip my toe. Well, <laughs> you've already. You've dip. already gotten two episodes in. I trust your opinion often. Yeah. So I, I've been diving into all the other HBO Max content. Um, I haven't made it quite back around all to right. Lovecraft Country yet. But uh, best performance by an actress in a television series drama: Olivia Coleman, The Crown; Jodie Comer, Killing Eve; Emma Corrin, The Crown; Laura Linney, Ozark; Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. Again, um, I don't know. Olivia oh, Coleman probably. Eve. That was the other series Hulu, that Emerald right? Fennell did. She was showrunner for the second season of that. Oh, okay. That's the, and I haven't watched it. I've heard good things. I haven't watched it. I, just based on what I've seen people talking about on the internet and hit the categories that makes Olivia Coleman probably for that one best performance by an actor in a television series drama Jason Bateman Ozark Josh O'Connor The Crown Bob Odenkirk Better Call Saul Al Pacino Hunters that's an interesting one Matthew Reese Perry Mason I don't know on that one honestly yeah Al Pacino maybe I don't know Mm-hmm. Anyway, best television series in a musical or comedy. This is another one that has gotten a lot of uh, uh, pushback. Has been controversial that Emily in Paris is even on here. Yeah, I, I don't even a know show that, that I did my, my not. My fiance loved it. Hear anything positive about? Huh. I, apparently, I say loved it. She watched Aislinn it and said it was it. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, the flight attendant. I have heard very good things about that, and I have this very strange, inexplicable intuition like for Kaylee. I don't love Kaylee Cuoco. She, she was on uh, Big Bang, the Big Theory, Bang Theory, which See, makes I never me watched, want to hate her. I never watched that, <laughs> but 
the f- eight simple the, w- rules, which was funny because then no, I haven't watched that. So when the flight attendant came out and it was being pushed, I mean, we we watched it, but it was like billed as Kaylee Kuoko, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it, but you don't remember her from Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter with John. John I didn't Ritter? watch that. I didn't watch the Big Bang Theory. Big Bang it's a Theory shit show. So yeah. I didn't know those. So I'm like. Who is this person? But yeah, she had a career on yeah. sitcoms before she I did this there's just some, some, there. more racy comedy series for and I've HBO heard it's Max. and I've really I've heard it's very good. It's clever and, she, and it's, she's it's nominated fun. for she's actress fine. as well. I I haven't seen the great. I haven't seen it either. But Shit's Creek is very good. Shit's Creek is good and Ted Lasso Shit's Creek wins. We all know Shit's Creek probably honestly. Wins. Ted Lasso I think I think win. Ted Lasso could win. I think, it I think Shit's Ted Lasso Creek's wins because of this. It has the like, momentum. Well, you're right. The momentum and, and it's the, the final wave. season. It's and the, he was just on SNL and and they won everything at the Emmys. And, yeah. the, and that's and that's not we have wrong. To validate I mean, ourselves it's, it's a great show. I haven't watched it all the way through yet, but I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. I'm and on my like third rewatch. See, good for it's you. Fucking good. good. For you. Wait, shit's shit's great. And so this this is so why you, I don't. You're a big Ted Lasso guy. Well, hold on. This is why I don't have a lot of thoughts about the drama categories because when I watch television, I'm watching it for lighter fare. I got you. And yes, I am a big Ted Lasso fan. It should win. It is the best. It's hilarious. It's got heart. It's brilliantly written. It's expertly acted. The casting is perfectly spot on. The theme song <laughs> hmm. uh, didn't get the reaction out of David. But you think Shit's Creek takes one. it? I think Shit's... Uh, intellectually, I think that it will win. Uh-huh. What, do I want it to win? No, I want Ted Lasso to win. I would rather have Ted Lasso. I would rather have Ted Lasso win. That was such a satisfying I'm, more, I'm honestly of the TV of the TV categories I'm more interested in the limited series or uh, made for motion picture made for television because that includes a f- normal people which I haven't seen I need to see that Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit which I did see Small Axe which Fantastic. we've weighed in on we Oh have. my god how do you The the Undoing I didn't really care for I did watch it but I I didn't like it Unorthodox, I haven't watched, but to me, small acts. If it doesn't win this category, big problem. When I consider big, pop- big problem, and I like Queen's Gambit, but it, it didn't accomplish what small acts. When I did. consider satisfying pop culture consumption in 2020, that's a hard battle. Mm-hmm. Small acts and Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit was great, but small um, acts is more theatrical and richer and deeper and more satisfying, probably. Yeah, um, to kind of continue our Shit's Creek conversation. I think Catherine O'Hara should win that uh, for actress. Uh-huh. I can't believe Jane Levy's even fucking nominated for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Like, what is that? Kaylee Cuoco, I guess, is a strong person as well. And Eugene Levy is nominated in the actor category as well. But I think I think Jason Sudeikis should fucking win that shit for Ted Lasso. I agree with you, David, that small acts should fucking win the limited series it probably won't because the world is an unjust and terrible You think Queen's place. Gambit will take it? I don't know what will win it. Whatever, whatever wins it. If it's it, the undoing, I'll be upset. I, think, I will honestly be upset. I think a lot of these categories I'm going to be upset about regardless. I think small actually, it'd be fucking insane if it doesn't. Um, <laughs> but I do want Anya Taylor-Joy to win the actress category for limited series. I think that should happen. She was so good in that. Um, I, would, I, would, I would be happy with that. Wait, Kate who, Blanchett, J.C. Edgar Jones, Shira Haas, Nicole Kidman. I don't oh. think Nicole Kidman for The Undoing. Now that would drive you crazy. No, yeah. Uh, I don't think any of those are very strong uh, contenders for her. I think that's the thing she's going to win this year. Um Performance by an actor, Hugh Grant, The Undoing. Oh my God, Jeff Daniels, The Comey Rule. 
Brian Cranston, your honor. Uh, Ethan Hawke, the good Lord Bird. What? Mark Ruffalo, I know this much. Sure, what the fuck is any of this shit? I said, now, I did watch, I know this much is true. I did like that a lot. I would you be happy. It? I would be happy to see Mark Ruffalo win. He seems like a nice guy. But uh but yeah, it's not it's not like it's not like a strong like oh I I, I need that. But yeah, no. I I think that uh, he he did a really good job with that and and it was and it was an interesting series. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. You've got two more crown nominations in uh-huh. there. Which seems to be a, a running theme in all of this. Uh, an Ozark nom, Julian Gardner. I think Annie Murphy is going to win it for Schitt's Creek. I think that's a fucking no-brainer. <laughs> She's so good in that show. Uh, it would be crazy if she didn't, I think. Uh, best performance by an act- actor in a television supporting role. John Boyega, small acts. There we go. Finally getting a fucking... Uh, yeah, but that's the only... A- and, and that's a tough a- one. Acting I mean, nomination. That, that's what makes that kind of category really tough is because, I mean, think about... like some of the performers in Lover's Rock, mm-hmm. think about some of the performers in... He's the name. In Mangrove. He's the, name, yeah. he, he's the one who stands out because... Yeah. And honestly, of that series, that one is very focused on him as a character. So I can get it. I mean, like, if you're going to The others are one, ensembles. Yeah, the others are more ensemble pieces. It's Maybe a, the Alex Weedle one. It's with, but yeah. interesting that Dan Levy is nominated for Schitt's Creek in supporting role. While Eugene is uh, in the lead. The I don't know if... I don't know. Those if are I always tough. Pitch them that way. Yeah, I mean, because that that one does feel like an ensemble show where the four it, leads. Yeah, there are four. Uh, along with what? What is the? Who's the desk clerk woman? Is that her name? Stevie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what her. I don't remember what her real name is. Right. On the top but of it's like the the, the five of them seem to get fairly equal footing. So yeah. <laughs> the fact tough. that this Comey rule, James Comey, fucking bullshit, is nominated for stuff. I don't really understand that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Political Parsons stuff for Hollywood. Twenty twenty. You should understand that. Anyway, I just yeah. of all the thing. What? Uh, anyway, um, I just don't think we need to be giving attention to things that give attention to the Trump years. Uh, personally. <laughs> well. And so, and to kind of cap off the conversation, I mean, there's been a lot of um, discussion around the Hollywood foreign press and their fucking headassery. But like, is it I may destroy you? Yeah, being completely. Um, I will destroy you. I will destroy you. I'm. I think it's I may. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's, now, I, it's I may destroy you. I may destroy you. Okay. So being completely, I probably should destroy you. <laughs> completely omitted. If called from this, upon, I might. I there. I just feel like there's a very clear, like lack of awareness of, not. I mean, stories that aren't white and stories that come from other parts of the world even though they are called the hollywood foreign press association mm. they're just Hol- Hol- i think hollywood's the most important it, i mean it is but they i mean that show made huge waves when it came mm-hmm. out yeah euphoria wasn't on anyone's list or anything i mean that's another one that's made huge waves culturally yeah. I, it just seems like the people that are you know nominating these shows and performances and stuff are not really aware of what is impacting the culture. I have an idea. And what people are responding to. I I'm not gonna you know, sure. I, I to me to me <laughs> Didn't you watch I May Destroy You, David? I did. Yeah. I mean, you me, don't it's very good. You don't no, feel it, any way about this? It no, I mean it should I 
I as we went through, I haven't seen all of the series right. that that are being nominated. Um, th- there may be a cup, there may be one or two that I could say, yeah, that could be eliminated. And I think I may destroy you. I will destroy you. I may. I destroy may destroy you. you. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think should. it's worthy of inclusion. I'm not. I'm not at all. And and I think probably from writing a writing standpoint, that would have been good. I think from an acting standpoint, the lead there, who I'm going to blank on her name. Um, I think, I think that could be there, should be there, but awards are always somewhat arbitrary. So, I mean, there, there's part of me that, yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from and I get where other people are coming from. And then there's part of me that's like, well, this is just a, an extension of the sort of promotional arm of film and television that exists. And, you know, it's, it's. It's it's a flawed system to begin with. I mean, the whole Hollywood Foreign Press Association thing is kind of a weird agreed entity. It's just this weird be... precursor to the Oscars. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, okay, so here's my game. We go round robin three times, two times, two times, and you have to of all the pieces that were nominated that you can remember, television, film. What what should people watch? You follow me? Yeah. You go first. We'll go this way. Uh, Ted Lasso, 100%. S- small Axe. Small Axe. Well, now I can't say Small Axe. You can if you want to, <laughs> you, but you, you, only, get one you, more, you only get one more go. Uh, fuck, well. Oh, shit, man. Can't look at your notes. I know. This one is hard. Um, <laughs> Promising Young Woman. Okay. Uh Small Axe was an easy response. Okay, One Night in Miami. Okay. I I wasn't going to say Tenet because everyone's seeing it. I'll say Queen's Gambit so it gets said. Ted Lasso got said already. Ted Lasso was saying, yeah. You're last. That was it. I I went twice already. Yeah, I went twice already. What a fun. Everyone should watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. The beer? Are we ready? Oh, it's great. One of their best matches yet, I would say. Yeah, no, I I was impressed with this. I've I've always liked the Liquid Haze, but I, I you know, and I I haven't really talked to Shoot Hector you. clear, but he's clearly tinkering with the recipe as he does. Yes, right. With the, he he's he's tweaking, he's honing, he's yeah. doing what he needs to, and to me, this is the best batch that he's had yet, and it's brighter. It's it's got the juiciness. It's got the chewiness. It's got a great mouthfeel. It's just it's pillowy. It's exactly where I want this beer to be at this moment in time. I was so happy to go get a pint of this uh, there this weekend and bring a crowler home. And now that you've given me the opportunity to drink even more, very happy. They did the the fruity haze for their uh, five year mm. anniversary. That one I love. That was tasty. This really there will crushing. be a, there will be a day where we get to go together without any fear and drink a beer together mm-hmm. if you find yourself in corpus christi texas you reach out to us because we want to meet you and see you and show you some of these fantastic beers rebel toad i mean we said it earlier yeah our collective favorite local brewery with with many of the fantastic breweries a very close second sure this is fantastic you guys hit it on the head they're evolving and that's what I want to see in a local brewery: evolution mm-hmm. and perfection, yeah. and tweaking. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't work out so well, but this one really, really did. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think that every batch of beer that they brew, they're getting better, and they mm-hmm. are, you know, something I can appreciate is that you know they've been good for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that could have been enough for them. You know, like some breweries being good and having like a steady stream of regulars and a steady stream of, you know, places that are, you know, asking for your kegs to have in their tap list at different restaurants or whatever. Like for some people, that's enough, you know. I think we're a shallow market. But I think that people are going to chase the best shit. Well, and, sure. And Rebel Toad, by staying up there, like the three of us, we're just three people. Yeah. But that's a pretty interesting consensus that we believe that they're the best. Uh-huh. There are other breweries that are going to attempt to leapfrog them and become the best. And sure. if they are, I will acknowledge it and I will go chase their beer. But Rebel Toad, time yeah. after time. But I, I would say also on the same side of that coin that because we are a shallow market, being good could suffice to like keep your business yeah. afloat and keep your business sustained. Like, there's yeah, not right. an, an such an overwhelming amount of competition that in order to exist and to be profitable, you are required. You're not required to innovate and to push and to really, you know, keep right. trying to reach that precipice. But I think that you know, just being good is not enough for Hector. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I know this, having known him personally and having discussed you know, with him before, like he is always like... What's next? Every time he brews yeah. a batch, I mean, I don't know that I've ever just heard him say like, yeah, this is great, no notes. Yeah. You know, every mm-hmm. time that... I, I will try a beer of his and I'll be like, Hector, this is fucking we're good. Also mo- and- we're also a market, and I'll say this, where mediocre succeeds. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that could be enough for them, but right. for for Hector, you know, he's that's no. We're saying two different things. I'll say it again. Mediocre in this market can succeed. No, we're saying the I'm same saying thing. I'm saying Rebel Toad is superior to mediocre. But uh, but what I, but what I'm saying is I'm agreeing with you that it could succeed in that. But he goes uh, beyond a lesser, that. He pushes. Yeah, no, a he lesser pushes brewmaster that, would yeah, just yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine no, with I agree. this. And it's exciting that they're going to start canning soon. Yes. I, I'm, is that, I'm, has that been confirmed? They've they've floated something out about it. I know I saw right. I I just I'm just, maybe not. I, am I'm pretty I off? sure. I know. I know. I, I they they had posted something that I felt like alluded to it, but I don't I think, think David I saw got them. some insider information. You know how when David no, walks he into saw, the no, no, I, I saw it. no, no, I, no. I saw the same thing. It just I don't think I've seen them say like canned six packs coming soon or whatever i i, I hope that i mean whatever i, think that I it saw is. i took to mean yeah pretty soon yeah. you're gonna see cans so i agree no with matter you. where you live you understand what we're talking about this <laughs> idea that the local market is shifting <laughs> right. and evolving right. yeah. and who's oh doing my gosh what? is this one of our yeah. longest after hours ever this is our longest okay. Patreon right. episode. Right. Yeah. well we, okay. we need to we need to wrap we do it. we do uh, oh if you have enjoyed this episode and you were listening to it on our main feed for free, just know that this is a slightly more elongated yet great example of the bonus content that our Patreon subscribers are getting absolutely every single week. Um, and you know, we don't we don't just talk Golden Globe noms. We don't just talk. Um, more about the films that we reviewed that week. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We have the Ted Lasso check-in, the, pat- <laughs> the patented, trademark Ted Lasso check-in. Uh, 
David and I often rabbit hole about the music and the records that we're listening Fair to. Enough, and, yeah. and Joe just kind of looks at us like, are you I guys just speaking another language? No, I just take a nap. <laughs> he takes a nap. Uh, we drink another beer every single time. Sometimes the fanciest beers that we drink are on the Patreon. That's true. So We've had some great if ones. If you're enjoying yourself, you need to get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Beer and Movie Podcast. $5 a month gets you a bonus episode every single week. Uh, don't miss out on that. Don't be the only one in your friend group that is not on yeah, the Patreon. You don't want to be that person. That would be sad for you. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, we will catch you next week. <laughs>